Hello, and welcome to the Music Teacher Coffee Talk podcast. I'm Carrie. And I'm Tanya. Today, we are both, well, every day, we are both elementary music teachers who love to shop, preferably over a steaming cup of coffee or anything else. This is episode number 64. And today we're talking about ideas for using puppets in the music room and for online and distance learning. We'll also share highs and lows from our teaching week, a work smarter, not harder teacher tip. And in our go to section, we'll give you some specific recommendations of our favorite things in and mostly out of the music room. So grab your puppet of choice or beverage and let's get started. I have my beverage of choice is my water bottle with my prepare, present, practice. Oh, you're so clever. I just have the Beatles with the water glass. And shout out to who who made the decal for these cups, Tanya, that we ordered from? Um, Mrs. Cookie. Mrs. Cookie. Yes, from Mrs. Cookie Music Room. Liz, she's wonderful. If you need any, like, this is not it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should link to that. Okay. Yeah. Um, Whether or not people are here, we're going to do it. Yeah, we're going to just do it. Um, So we're going to start, as we normally do on our podcast, with some high notes and low notes where we share things that are going well or struggles or both from our teaching week. And right now it's our online distance learning teaching week. I won't ask Tanya what week we're in because I don't think either of us really know the answer to that question. We just finished week four. That's really Okay. Okay. I believe you. So, Tanya, do you want to go first? Sure. Um. I'm going to talk about a high or a couple of highs because I received a couple of emails this week from parents and a couple of pictures of kids playing recorder and kids doing the music activities. And um, that. that was great because this distant learning thing, I know one of the big frustrations is seeing people who, seeing kids that are not engaging and you know, you can't fault them. You have no idea what's going on in their world. Well, except for the big thing that's going on in everybody's worlds. Um, mm-hmm. So everybody is just dealing in their own way. And you don't know if it's a good week, bad week, good month, bad month, good hour, bad hour. What's going on? So I don't I don't fault any families or students for not necessarily getting work that I push out done. Right. But on the other hand, it was, it was so awesome to hear all I need is just like a few words of like, oh my goodness, the kids love this. And they've been playing the recorder. They love singing the Rattlin' Bog with you. And we've seen that video five times today. And I mean, I just need the tiniest little thing and then I can go on yeah. because I feel like I'm yelling in a tunnel. Right. Is it just me? I hear you. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. yeah, I. that's awesome. It's always great to get feedback from parents or kids. Yes. So a couple of parents reached out and they said, thank you. We had a great week of online learning and um, our kids are enjoying it. And that's all I needed. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? Yay. Um, I have just a similar high note in that I just, I had some good participation this week and I had some kiddos who seem like they've joined and they're doing work that haven't so far. Like all of a sudden they turned in like five things, you know, like one for each week. Well, I guess then it'd be four. Because their parents Um, opened the email. 
right yeah it's like they finally for whatever reason again there could be a variety of reasons they finally just got connected and just to all of a sudden see kids engage and so this is kind of my my reminder for myself and for everybody else out there to to leave assignments up for a long time and and maybe not even have due dates or have very long due dates um, or just be able to accept work long term because some kids are not able to engage now, but when they do engage, they want to. So they went back and did all of those assignments that they had already done. Yeah, I received a few uh, from a couple of weeks ago that that I was, honestly, I was thinking of pulling the assignment because I thought, I don't want anybody to focus on this one now. I really want them to do this week's and last week's, but I'm glad I didn't pull it because, hey, anything that they want to get done that I've assigned thus far, that's cool, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Alrighty, so now we're going to move on to our main theme, and I'm going to make it do the cool thing on the screen where it says main theme. That's did you cute. see that, Tanya? Yeah, I, I did. Figure out awesome. how to do this technology, mm -hmm. but I won't leave it there forever because I don't want to cover up all the little things we're going to be showing. So, Tanya, what's our main theme for the day? Oh, Let's well, we're, talk we're talking about bring us in. puppets inside and outside the music room. And yeah. I know a lot of music teachers are down with the puppets with lots of and there's lots of ways and we're going to talk about all the way, different ways that you can utilize puppets not just yeah. um in the classroom when you're face to face with your kids which we will do someday again but also online i've been putting some things together uh video lessons with puppets online and um it's always cute because videos that i make on loom i leave comments open and i get a lot of response especially from kindergarten through third grade about the puppets. Yeah. 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 So a question that we got from a listener and we announced that we were going to be doing this yesterday is, are puppets really worth the investment because they can be very expensive versus just using a stuffed animal that you might have laying around? Mm -hmm. And while I have used and do use stuffed animals all the time for a variety of, of activities, I do have quite a collection of puppets that I've purchased over the years. I didn't mm -hmm. buy them all at once. It's kind of like a, maybe one more a year to add to the collection kind of thing. But why why do we feel, Tanya, you and I, and maybe people can comment in the, uh, in the chat as well, why do we feel that puppets rather than stuffed animals are a good tool for our classroom? Well, okay, even if you are using puppets that, so this here's Pim, she's a uh, rhythm master, and puppets, even if their mouth is not you working, usually have, you can stick your hand in there, you can animate okay. them, right? So yeah. behind me on my shelf, I put many of my puppets up there and I have an owl that I'm not gonna get down because you know, it's a deck of cards back there, but right next to my cuckoo, and you have a lovely owl, and that yeah, owl is, is fun to hold. Owl. Yeah, and, and it's great for things like vocal exploration because the kids yeah. will hold the owl and go, and then hug it and mm -hmm. pass it on. So I'm not saying don't use the stuffies. Stuffies are awesome. Um, yeah. But puppets, just 
they're a different level of engagement. Because, they are a different yeah, level I mean, of engagement. You're so obviously, good. if you're able to get a working mouth puppet, you know, those are great for singing because you're modeling for students when to sing hello and when mm -hmm. not to sing, right? Yes. But yeah, like Tanya said, even if they don't have workable mouths, if they have workable hands or, you know, something about them that's engaging and different. Um, something else that I just feel like I've noticed with my kids, especially in the population that I teach is, you know, they have stuffed animals at home but I don't feel like kids have a lot of puppets at home. So just there's this immediate like awe and interest in puppets that I noticed that my kids have um, mm -hmm. just because it's different. It's something that they don't normally see. Yeah, and I, I know it's kind of silly, but one of the things I like about puppets when I'm gonna use a puppet and I'll bring it out, I like modeling listening. <laughs> oh, show us what that looks like, Tanya. So if I'm talking to a class and I'm like, Okay, so I have a chant that Piggy's going to help us with, and I have a part, and then Piggy has a part, and so he's going to respond with oink, oink. Um, you can model what they're going to do, but you can also model how to listen. Like, you're animating what we're doing, how we're, how we're listening. So if Piggy's talking, you're going to look at Piggy, and you're mm -hmm. gonna focus on yes. Piggy. So, so I model when Piggy's talking, oink, oink. I'm oinking, I have the floor. Yeah. Oh, right. And then when I'm talking, I have Piggy model. And as far as, I'm not a ventriloquist. I, I, I move my mouth. Yeah, I, don't, I don't try to hide that. And I the mean, kids don't know. either. No. They don't care. They just love the care. storytelling aspect of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome. so that that's, of course, you can use stuffies, and no one is advocating that you spend a lot of your own money buying puppets and that kind of thing. If you've got stuffies, use stuffies. Sometimes you'll find um, teachers who are giving away puppets, which yeah. I've acquired a few that way, and mm -hmm. that's a good way to get them. Um, I used to request them, and this is before we even had children. I used to request them like for Christmas and birthday presents. Right, and yes. I have yeah. gotten a lot of mine as presents as well. And I just knew that when I would uh, get a puppet, that I would use it with my own family. And I have. Right. Um, right. And my kids are quite a bit older now, but I still use them with my own family. And that was something I was going to mention, too. You know, there are a couple of things in my classroom that when I do buy, I buy it with my own money because I don't want it to stay in the classroom. I want it to go with me because the likelihood of you staying in the same job forever is you know, you're gonna change jobs. And if you buy something with school money, it has to stay there. So puppets, I do buy with my own money. Mm -hmm. uh, picture books, I buy with mm -hmm. my own money because those are things that I wanna invest with and take with me where I go. Yeah. Curriculum books, instruments, those kind of things. Those, well, some curriculum books are mine. It depends on what it is, but- um, I've spent a small, part, small fortune on curriculum books. Well, yeah, books. I, I mean, yes. my Kodai curriculum books, my song books, those are mine. If it's just like more of a, like a resource that I don't think I need forever. Anyways, the point is back to puppets. Um, Sorry, you know, I hear people say that they that they put things out there and donors choose for puppets and things like that. And that's great because it's going to get them there. But then if you leave, when you leave, those puppets have to stay. So mm -hmm. really be cautious about if you are going to spend that money, is that something if you can buy your own. And then something else I wanted to mention about buying puppets too is you don't have to get the top of the line puppets. Folk Manus puppets are excellent. They are just so well made and so well crafted. 
But this little owl, I got him from Ikea for $2. And I have movable mouse puppets from Ikea as well. Right. Um, so if you have an Ikea near you, those are really great. Here's another one that has a movable mouth. Oh. Hello. It's a little dragon that I got from Ikea. So, I mean, just really think sure. about, you know, you don't have to spend money on a $40 puppet. Sometimes no. you can find them, yeah. like you said, resale shops, things like that. And then when you do spend, if you do spend any kind of like large amount on a puppet, um, do it for something you're going to get a lot of use out of. This guy, he is folk manis. And um, oh, he's cute. Does I know. he have a name? You know what? He doesn't have a name. He's a big gorilla if you're listening and not watching. Yes. Um, yes. So my big gorilla, who he came home with me because me and my son were at the toy store and Jude was like four years old and fell in love with this puppet and just wanted to hug him and hug him and hug him. And being, I don't know, crazy at the time, I was like, I must buy this thing right now and I'll use it in the music classroom. So that's how I'm going to justify it. So he hung out with Jude in Jude's room for a long time. Yeah. Aww. And so, um, some of my puppets are in my daughter's room right now because, you know, I brought them all home for this distance learning experience. They normally generally live in my classroom and um, she has rifled through the bag and there's a couple that are now in her room and that's fine because I bought them with my money. So mm -hmm. I'm sharing them with her yeah. and it was cute because I caught her and my son doing a little puppet show today. This cute. Puppets. So, and then yeah, you said, I hey, mean, I need those. Give them back. I know. I was like, I honestly need those back like right now because I have a thing. Can um, we, um, should we talk, answer a couple questions? Maybe? Yeah, I noticed that Shannon asked a question. Yeah. Asking what age group do we use puppets with? Um, for me, it's mostly primary, but I'm not going to lie. They come out sometimes for older kids too. Yeah. You'd, you'd, you'd be surprised. Yes. Here's an oil, okay. I, I used this guy earlier, but this is Peg Leg the Pirate, of course. Aww, right. Yes, and so I use him with older puppets. Now here's the thing. You might think, um, and fifth graders, even six. I've used this guy with sixth graders. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of course, at first they're like, he, 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 oh my. And then they're totally mesmerized. Totally. Yeah. And you know what? There are some days they would much rather talk to Peg like, yeah, than me. And I'm cool with that. Um, I'm not saying that, like, I pull them out randomly, but when. Peg Leg the Pirate, when we introduced that song, I take that over. It's mine. Yeah. yeah. And and that works. Now, I do use them less with the older kids, but there are some sure. puppets that I always use. Now, I don't know if you've gotten this, Carrie, but um, since I've been with my students since they were in kindergarten, when they get to fourth grade and fifth grade, they will still ask for certain puppets. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. They. I mean, they're like members of our classroom community. They know their names. They remember everything about them. Yeah, it's yes. a big deal. Oh, um, I was going to show another one that, that's okay. good for older students. So I got this guy, I don't know, a while ago. Um, he is huge. He is so huge. Do you <laughs> like wrap him around your neck? You do a Britney Spears thing? Yeah, totally. So like when we're singing Black Snake, he likes to come out and play, <laughs> you know. So um, the older kids are fascinated by him as well. Um, but yes, mostly it's for the younger kids. Yes. I mean, that's that's. The bread and butter of the and megan said i have that wolf puppet the kids love using it for weird dancing of the horse yes as a matter of fact the reason i don't have my wolf puppet puppet is because it's at my mountain school 
because my second graders at my mountain school, there's nothing they love yeah. more than we are dancing in the forest. And there was a um, one week where I left the wolf at the wrong school and we had to do like, we are dancing in the forest with, oh, a puppy dog. I had a little puppy dog that's still at the other school. <laughs> and they were like, this is okay, but where's the wolf? So I promised them I'd Not bring the, the wolf the next time. And then I did. And then we all had to go home. And so, um, yeah, yeah. He's, he's in the mountains. Right. So let's talk about, and we'll kind of keep pulling out specific friends about specific uses. Let's yes. start with in the classroom. I mean, as if you were live in front of children teaching, we know yes. we're not in that situation now, but let's remember when and look forward to when we go back in the classroom. What are some of your go-to ways to use these puppets? Um, I will start by saying, um, it's great for call and response songs and echo mm -hmm. songs. So if you want the kids to echo something and you have a puppet that can model that for them or help them, it's really great to do that. Mm -hmm. Yes. I, yeah. And I was looking down further on the notes and I don't want to. <laughs> well, we'll I, talk about specific songs. In a yeah, minute. we'll talk so about specific kind of like songs. General categories. But it could things. be any kind of um, call and response song mm -hmm. that, uh, oh, I know. I don't, of course, the one, I think I have all the ones that we're going to use. He's just out of reach. Yeah, he's just out of reach. That's okay. We're going to pretend that my rat is a little, and you know what? I do this all the time if I don't have, especially now that I'm at two schools, if I don't have one puppet that I need, I'll just say, well, you know, the rat today would like to pretend to be a little chick because, you know, rats, they get a yeah. bad reputation and, and he just wants to think, he wants everyone to think of him as, as cute and cuddly. So he's going to be a, a little chick today. Right. Come back home, my little chicks. We won't come. Why not? We're afraid. Yeah. So oh, I should get my wolf for this. But yes, I do yes. this. I did a song with puppets as well. Yes. And that's another thing, just to encourage them for solo singing. We all know that, you know, for some kids, solo singing is not something that comes naturally. It's not something they want to do. So giving mm -hmm. them a puppet and having the puppet sing, those that's when especially having a movable mouth is really helpful because having the puppet sing really allows for the students to feel more comfortable when exactly. they're solo singing. Um, yeah. Now that we're singing, I'm talking about call and response and solo singing. This is um, finger puppets, which are still puppets. Uh, yes are yeah. a good thing to um, have around for call and response and for solo singing. I'm uh, trying to dig in my puppet bag while you're talking. Yeah, while, I, while I'm talking. So I'm sorry, I'm gonna use my little rat, rat again. And so let's just take this on, come back home my little chicks. If my little ratty, uh, boys and girls, I left all my chicks at the other school, but these guys, they would like to play the part of the mama and the little chicks and so you can yeah. do like okay so this is the group and this is you come back home my little chicks we won't come why not and then you can gradually release that song especially something like that which is not the same response each time right, right. um where okay i see that um sam's got it and i see that lucy has it so i'm going to give those guys the puppets everybody's singing but they just get to use the puppets in the response this time and mm -hmm. I've been amassing finger puppets over the years. So I got a bag back there that I have more than a classroom size. This is my finger puppet bag. Oh, I might grab mine. And again, oh, this Velcro's going to be loud if I do it for the mic. 
most of these are again from ikea you guys ikea is a treasure trove because they sell i mean they used to i'm honestly not sure if they have them now but they sell these little sets of all these little finger puppets and they're just simple and basic and to yes. get the kids to improvise and sing and feel comfortable singing is awesome yeah um i heard i saw recently somebody was talking about this song quaker quaker how are thee very well i think thee how's thy oh, neighbor yeah. next to me i don't know i'll go and see and then he goes quaker yeah. quaker you know everybody gets a puppet yeah so uh, this is this is my little container store pouch of puppets. Oh, um, where's my oh? Here's my los tres pajaritos. Oh yes. So that's a nice little solo singing thing. I know I'm getting really specific, but when you when you have the finger puppets, any call and response song, anything, yeah. works really well because the incentive to sing is the puppet, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's very nice to. Uno, dos, tres, uno, dos, tres, tres, pajari, dos, tres, pajari, pajari, Okay. Puppets are also great um, props for, for singing games. So, for example, when I found this little bluebird, how many songs are there about bluebirds? So, so many songs. bluebirds that they take through the windows when we do, here comes the bluebird, and then they hand it to their partner when they hop in the garden. So, little props for games as well, just to be engaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, this one, oh, you lost your, but yeah. this oh, one okay. is a uh, one that I use for a steady beat. And it's a firefly and his little tail. I love that firefly. I've always coveted your firefly, Tanya. Well, yeah, we don't have fireflies in Colorado, like, oh. so it's really nice to have a Well, firefly. but again, I'm describing for the people listening, his little rear end oh, yes. lights up, which is so cute. So you can click them on and off, right? Right. And so initially when oh. I introduced firefly, firefly in the night, we think it will be fit. Right. Um, and of course, this directly I, relates to having a beat chart where there's fireflies or there's lights and they're tapping. And then one kid can make the firefly go. Now you have to press this little button. Am I going to be a stickler about them being exactly on the beat? Because you got to do it just hair yeah, ahead of time. No, that's it's just hard find motor the novelty of it or you could use something like that because another reason i like to use puppets is to cue things like for inner hearing so when his light is on oh, you're gonna get in your that. head yes when it, yeah so. yes that's so true you can use puppets as, as i haven't cue. used them that way let's see firefly firefly in the night yeah we're inner hearing right now for those right. people <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Um, and then one other thing I want to mention about puppets, and I've done this sparingly, but I have done it, um, stations. Sometimes I have left for younger students a station where I leave out kind of some of the puppets they may know, or it could be new ones, and just see what they do. And the creative play, sometimes I'll leave a picture book that they can talk out or act out with the puppets. Um, and I just let them play because normally my puppets, I do have a puppet stand because I'm that crazy um, in my room where I can help have all my puppets. And of course they're in a kind of a corner where the kids don't get to go and touch them and they're not allowed. They know they're not allowed to touch the puppets because that's where they're sleeping. But when I bring them out for a station, oh my gosh, the kids get so excited. Do have you, you ever have done anything like that? You know what? I haven't. And I'll tell you why. I'm going to blame my children, <laughs> my own children, Your because own children. 
my children will, sorry, I'm adjusting. Looks not good. Uh, my own children will do this thing, right? Have you yes. ever had a problem okay, with they're that? they're fighting. Yes, yeah. So I tell the kids habits. when I'm setting up the station that are we allowed to fight and put our hands on each other in that way? No. So if the puppets are, they're going to go to the calming corner just like you would. So I tell the kids that if the puppets are fighting or hitting or smacking, whatever, they're going to get a timeout and they don't get to play with the puppets because the puppets will be in timeout. I literally tell them just like that. And I haven't had a problem. Really? Oh, and after that? Again, okay. I've only done it sparingly. And usually like towards the end of the year when I know the kids well, if it's one of those classes where you know it's not going to work, don't do it. I've only done it in classes where we've built that really strong community and respect. Sorry, okay. go ahead. You had no, another that, question. <laughs> that's good to know. I'm so I didn't mean to upstage you with my fighting puppets. No, no, no. I just... No, that, it's totally true. And I had that exact thought, which is why I told them they're going to be in timeout. Yeah. But what else could happen? What else could happen? You had, you were going to say like, but what about, I thought you was were. I, and then I no, 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 I just, no, I just, uh, I know yeah. it's scary. It's a scary thing to, because especially if you spend a lot of money on those things. Yeah. Scary, I'm attached but, to my puppets and I'd be like, this adorable rabbit that I got in Portland at the Oak Conference, well, not at the Oak Conference, but at Pal's bookstore. Like, yeah. if I saw him engaged in battle, I'd be like, hey. I might, but again, if you've built annoyed. up this, this classroom community where the puppets are a member of your community and they have names and they have places and roles and these kids have seen them, more times than not, I think they're going to be respectful. Again, it helps if it's puppets that they already know, that they've already met. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, then it's like sure. they're, a, they're a character. So, yes. All right. Well, let's talk really quickly about just general ways that we use puppets and specifically in online learning. Um, Tanya, I'm going to let you take this one because you've been doing lots of things with puppets using yeah. the acapella app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have, so cute. I've been pushing out a lot of sing-alongs and a lot of um, canons and a lot of like part singing things uh, for this online learning. I'd like to give all the students like a couple of those each week. Just, I just want them singing. That's more important than, than well, you know, it's always more important, but I'm, yeah. I'm getting the most response from, um, you know, pushing out those kind of things. And especially with my kindergartners, first graders and second graders, I'm getting requests like Cuckoo back there, he's purple with the yellow beak, he's a Cuckoo. Uh, I had a couple of students in first grade who were like, where's Cuckoo? Can we see more of Cuckoo? So I had Cuckoo in like it was, I do an introductory video at the beginning of each week of online learning. And I'm just like, hey kids. And I use a puppet with the little kids like, hey, you'll have a couple of assignments this week, whatever. And I've used Cuckoo for the primary kids and the primary kids are like, but can we sing with Cuckoo? Like they've been asking. And so, yeah, I've done a few things with Cuckoo and we have to thank, um, I have to thank uh, Juliana Blissett. Um, yes, sorry, I was say her from last Utah. name. From Utah, because she was the one who introduced us to that particular type of Cuckoo puppet and we all, like during we her workshop, during her like workshop, ordering the puppet. Went on Amazon I know we were so rude, and we were ordering. We were puppets. listening. We yeah, were we just were really, really we were so excited about. about and I was so um, thrilled when like Juliana 
commented on my little acapella. She was like, oh, cuckoo, yay, he's doing great. So yeah, so I've been putting together, um, I've only done one, but I have a couple more that are gonna come out this week to students of acapella where it's part singing. Oh, look, there's your cuckoo, yeah. And each- And there's a squeaker in his mouth there's too. There's a squeaker in his mouth, yeah. And each puppet takes a different part, a, can a cannon part or an ostinato. And I just figure it's a little more engaging to see, instead of Miss Lejeune four times, you know, they can see Cuckoo and Piggy, you know? And um, yeah, anybody. It breaks the ice. I've been bringing my friends, um, I've been, well, I've done one week so far of a live Google Meet music class. Not many kids come, it's optional. But um, I have a special guest coming every week. And that was kind of part of enticing them. It's like, who? let's see who our special guest will be next time, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it just makes the kids, they, when they see something, because they're seeing you in your home, and that's not a familiar environment. Mm -hmm. But the second they see something from your classroom in your home, especially a puppet that they know, they get so excited. Yeah, exactly. So I've been using them with acapella, with songs. I've also been using them for call and response songs and like okay so you just heard the song and now this time you sing piggy's part oh yeah and <laughs> just that kind of thing with the online learning i think it's yeah it, it's very similar to if you think of the puppets as just another personality from your classroom i think that just as much as they need to connect by seeing your face and hearing your voice they want to connect with you know those personalities that they know from the music room it, it gives them that that comfort and that kind of known quantity. So much in their life is unknown right now, right. especially um, it's just a new environment that they're dealing with, with trying to get instruction through the screen. So bringing the puppets in, it's just another familiar face, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. So that's, a, that's right. the ways I've been using them online, just the yeah. same way I've been using them in the classroom. Right, yeah. but just specifically for that personal connection, it's so mm -hmm. important. And, and also, the way you've been using them in the acapella app is like their own part. Is it's pretty right. genius, I have to say, it's very cute. Well, now you're going to see it all over the place, right? I love it. Yeah. All right, so in addition to all these friends we've been sharing, we are going to talk about each three specific puppets. I know I had to pick three. To love. I know it's part of cheat um, a little bit and we've been cheating and showing others yeah. and specific uses that we're going to use. So, okay. Now you go first, Tanya. All right. Can I just like a little aside? I know we kind of said this before, but this is not an endorsement for, okay, go spend a lot of money at folk manis or right. go find them at Ikea because really you can use anything. It's not yeah. about the puppets, right? Right. It's just about, the personality and the creativity you oh, yeah. into. Yeah. So you can yeah. get a piece of paper or those googly eyes that fit on your I mean Yes, those are puppets. Yeah. I have a class yeah. set of those to get kids to sing those little but plastic. It's not about spending the eyes. money. I've no. been teaching for a very long time and Carrie has too. And you know, this is what I do with my money. Again, it's like it's a once a year treat when I go to the OAKE conference and I know, okay, I've had this much money to spend. I always think about puppets first and if there's a puppet there and then it's it's like you mentioned the one that you got from Portland and it's like your memento of this trip yeah. you went on and you have a personal connection to it too. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to spend a ton, use what you've got, but slowly build up your collection because it's a lot of bang for your buck when you start to use them a lot and the kids love them. Yes, yes. And you'll be surprised at, at, at 
how much they love certain ones and yeah. 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 Okay, so we're gonna share right. it and go back and forth. Yeah, you wanna okay. start? Do I wanna start? Okay. Now oh, you I had one. I didn't know if that was one of your ones. That was a different one. Yeah, that's a different one. He's too new to like make the He hasn't sense. got it. I understand. Yeah. Um, so and you're you yeah. Puppets that hide, right? So yeah. I had to um share Rocky, who's Rocky Raccoon. And he's, yeah, he stepped into in his recycling trash can, recycling mm -hmm. can, right? And so right. this is one of those classic inner hearing, right? So yeah. Rocky, we might sing Rocky Mountain High, not to infer anything, but I just what I thought of. Um, <laughs> when he's outside, Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain, Rocky Mountain High. Do 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 remember, do remember me, me. right? and yeah yeah um i don't i didn't bring any home any of my puppets on a cone but those are really i was good. trying to find i have one in my bag but it's going to require some serious digging that i don't know that i want to do right now on right screen. oh you know what here we go oh wait 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 i got one i got one okay okay he's not one of my three but i have another bird he's oh, kind of a bird. that's very dramatic so i actually so i actually use a puppet um in kindergarten when we do our hello solos every day and i was changing them monthly so like this was my march puppet because it was springtime so i would sing hello boys and girls and then they sing hello miss nicholas and then we pass this around and each one each student would sing there hello miss nicholas and nice. again just giving them something to do with their hands but right. yeah of course you can use that as these can be hard to operate for little ones they can and so this this came out in march because it was a little bit more right bit and, more and this one i never use because it's so tiny so he's a little um oh, he's a little one i could barely see him yeah he's he's got a little um, wooden head oh and then he, he comes out and he can, he can dance a little bit there you go <laughs> uh yeah so i like the hiding puppets so i've got rocky yeah. raccoon i've got um coco who is a, a monkey yeah and um yeah so he's got he's a monkey and a bear cute what songs do you do with that one off the top of your head? You know what? I don't do anything connected to, with monkeys at all. Yeah. You know what? I yeah. think I've, I've used this guy for um, like fourth grade. I'm trying to think. <laughs> example of older students, yes? Yes, example of, of older students. And I can't think of anything off the top of my head, of course. Um, but I mean, it could be anything. His hands move too, though, which is nice. Yeah, and he can clap. He's a little hard to operate because uh, his hands are a little floppy. Oh, well, we should mention this. I mean, the importance of practicing, as ridiculous as it sounds, practicing operating your puppets outside of the classroom so you can get their mouths moving correctly. So when they're opening their mouth, sometimes the tendency is to close mm -hmm. when you talk opposite and if you're not careful it just looks really jarring yeah so yeah practice we, operating your puppets at home in the mirror entertain your family or yourself or your friends on your zoom calls when you're doing yeah. your zoom happy hours and <laughs> it's it's important that it looks realistic to the kids if you're going to do it yeah. do it right yeah exactly okay tell us one of your favorites oh well i have a hiding puppet too so very similar 
Um, this is Bob, Bob the Bear, and he's hiding in his log. Um, and he's actually come out to play a lot in distance learning because, you know, the whole um, going on a bear hunt thing that's like going around the interwebs where it's telling oh. people to put teddy bears in their windows and kids can oh, go on yeah, a bear hunt. I tapped into that for my kindergarten and first grade lesson. The first week we were doing online learning and I did a tic-tac-toe board and everything was bear themed. So one of the boxes was go on a walk. How many bears did you count? And another of the boxes was um, put bears in your window for other people to see, you know, simple things. But then I did lots of videos on Loom with Bob the bear. And um, I used him specifically um, with uh grizzly bear and doing dynamics so when he's hiding we're singing soft and then when he nice. comes out yeah. we sing loud so yeah just another and way then everything in between hiding friend yeah and his yeah. hands also move and clap which is really nice for all those kind of things that is a good segue move and clap okay hands up, move to and your clap. next puppet to my okay. next puppet one of um one of the kids favorite puppets is martha martha and martha is a witch as you can see martha only yeah. comes out um halloween her mouth yeah. does not move right. but her um hands do she's got a lot of personality that she does have a lot now see okay so one of the things that i really like about puppets as well is that some of my different ones i think can really be used to build empathy in the classroom and here yeah. is an example here is how i introduce martha i keep some, I have a few puppets I keep in the piano bench just because I know that I'm just wanting to grab them from the piano bench because that's near right. the front of the room. So what I do with the with Martha is I say, okay, so it's October and one of my favorite puppets, Martha, she only comes around for, for October. Martha is very old. She's like 753 at this point. And she comes around during October because it's her birthday month and she is a rhythm master, boys and girls. She is really good and she loves to do no. dictation with you, right? Nice. And so I say, now here's the thing. Martha's a little shy. In fact, she doesn't talk. And the reason she doesn't talk is because for years and years, there were, she looks different. And there were people who would make fun of the way she looks. Aww. And so I just need to know from you, are you able to meet Martha and be kind and not, could you make sure you don't make fun of the way she looks because she looks different. She's, she looks different yeah. from most of my other puppets and she's not immediately cute and adorable. And, uh, you know, I just do something like that. And then I bring her out. Hi, Martha. And um, what I love is, uh, you know, a lot of the, the first graders will be like, oh, Martha, you're so cute. You are so cute. I love your nose, right? And yeah. so they'll do that kind of thing. Now, I don't have my castanets, but what I usually what? do is- You don't just have your castanets playing around the house, Tanya. I'm so disappointed in you. I have my slide <laughs> whistle right here, yeah, but I, I don't, know don't have my castanets. Um, I have a tuning fork, but I don't have my castanets. So Martha won't speak, which is kind of nice for me because it's very quiet. But I put the castanets yeah. here and she'll do some rhythmic dictation. She'll go. So she can hold the castanets. That's impressive, Tanya. So back to your thing about practicing. Yeah. Martha, yeah, she took some practicing. Oh, I bet. Yes, she did. Because she needs to be able to do those castanets, right? So she'll do these cat these patterns, and they clap them back. 
Sometimes we'll be writing on whiteboards and she'll do the patterns. It's very helpful that she doesn't talk because I've got my hands full literally because I'm like, did you hear Martha's pat? Martha has to do it again. And then she's holding the castanets. So I use Martha for rhythmic dictation. I also use a puppet named Pim and she's just kind of just a random princess frog. Ah, yeah, her hands are very bendy. Yeah, and she holds castanets too. Um, yeah. during the rest of the year. Okay. Uh, rhythmic dictation, which I think is very exciting. Not all the kids think it's very exciting. What? <laughs> so, you know, having a personality do the rhythmic yeah. dictation. Think very cute. Think. I like that idea. Um, is helpful. So these are my oh. rhythmic dictation puppets that don't talk. They just do their thing and then Love they sit it. by and then they go away. So, uh, yeah, so that would be my second choice of favorite puppet. What about you? Okay. Um, well, it's another hiding puppet. I, I tend to have a lot of these. Um, this is, of course, John the Rabbit. Yes, yes ma'am. Ma yes, ma'am. So, oh, um, it's got all the things. Oh, my gosh. Yes. This, this thing is, I don't know if this is available. I think I've looked for it, and I don't think you can purchase it anymore, but maybe you can find it resale. Um, he is a folk madness puppet, and oh my gosh, he's in a watering can. He has a carrot. He's he's everything. I mean, he's probably supposed to be more like Peter Rabbit, but he's John the Rabbit in my class. Yeah. So this is a great example of a puppet that I use for solo singing. Um, well, for call and response, first of all, because you know, as soon as he pops out, all the kids sing with him. Yes, ma'am. And then yeah. this is something you can easily pass around to the kids, and each kid gets a turn to sing the. Yes, ma'am. Yes, part. Um, but of course, it can transfer over to other bunny songs. Another good one is um, the Sleeping Bunnies song, which is in the Amadons book, I'm Growing Up. Um, I use that one to teach the concept of, of silence in kindergarten, so like a super early rest prep. Mm -hmm. So, oh, how still are they ill? And they're quiet when they go into there. Right. And then they yeah. hop, little bunnies, hop, hop, hop. So anyways, he's just cute. And I know, I mean, again, this is one that I know is, when this, it was one of the first puppets ever given to me. And it was given to me by my mother-in-law when I first started teaching. She gave me John the Rabbit. And she also gave me a tortoise puppet that comes out a lot when I do lots of turtle and tortoise things, yeah, as you can imagine. So you can also use them for storytelling with the rabbit and the hare. Or the rabbit and the hare. The hare and the tortoise. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> the tortoise yeah, and the so, um, I've made a video of Mr. Rabbit, Mr. Rabbit. Your ears are mighty long. Yes, indeed. They're put on wrong. Yeah. Yes, that's a cute one, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I like this. I get a lot of bang for my buck with this guy, for sure. Very good. All right, Tanya. Puppet number three for you. Okay. This was a hard one. I almost went with Egg of the Duff. Um, he's name is egbdf and he's english and um helps us with the lines and the spaces and we play a little game called igabaf says but i thought i would just instead focus on rigby um Wait, Nick, i have a question about igabaf why why is he english or why is he british what's what's the story with that okay he just came out that way like oh okay <laughs> anybody he is here yeah he is one of my earliest puppets okay now i gotta get him Sorry. I'm right. sorry. Now I'm just so interested. I know I've seen him before. Yeah. So he's one of my earliest puppets. Um, I just thought, I don't know. I just thought he was English. And um, 
So he How just helps help us. with the lines and spaces. Well, I have lines on my body. <laughs> we play a little game called Igabodov says. It's just okay. like Simon says, except for there's no Simon here. It's just me, Igabodov. So if I say Igabodov says all eight-year-olds walk to line B, you must do it. But if I do not. Floor staff, yes, right? Because I have my big okay. floor staff. But if I do not proceed my command with Igabodov says, don't do it. Oh my gosh. You will so be O U T. How many stripes does he have? Does he have five? No. <laughs> but also the spaces. Sure. Kind of. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't dwell. We don't dwell. We just spell his name and do the thing. He's just a person. Really, his name is Igabodov. He's just a personality. That's right. So cute. And they like to hug him. But he's not my pick. <laughs> sorry. Okay, no, I know. I'm sorry. You you go ahead. Okay. So Rigby. Okay. This is all props to Joe Kirk. Because she has a puppet named Digby, right? And her puppet mm -hmm. named Digby, I believe, is a big, big boy, like one of those um not folk manis, but you know, one of the it's like a he's a boy toughy hair like a big like like a big one yeah know. yeah like a frank oz special but not exactly yeah anyway so um i just had this butterfly I didn't know what to do with so i made this rigby right mm -hmm. now the thing about rigby that i don't really spell out is that rigby is an androg an androgynous butterfly yeah and here's why um because i use them on uh kindergarten and we do and this is from joe kirk rigby rigby are you here yes yes i am here rigby just loves to play hide and seek over and over again so we gotta play that with rigby again rigby rigby are you there yes yes i am here so the reason rigby is androgynous is because i don't want to associate a singing in our head voice with being yes. male or female it's just a child's voice and that's the most healthy place and i'm trying to get them to use their singing voice up there and mm -hmm. so rigby is not male is not female but i don't yes. spell that out i'm just i just say you know where is rigby i refer to rigby as rigby mm -hmm. um you know so it's just a little extra so a child gets rigby i say oh what does rigby like to do and they go Right, and then we all say, Rigby, Rigby, are you there? Yes, yes, I am here. Rigby, fly to another house. And then Rigby goes somewhere else. So cute. Yeah. All right, what do you got? All right, I, I saved this one for my third because I actually don't have a name for this one. If I had to make up something, I would maybe call her Sally. But oh, that's not what you have the notes. <laughs> She's a shell. <laughs> She's so cute. Um, so yeah, this is just, this is like a giant finger puppet because I'm just using my fingers to manipulate. And um, inside, she, she she, can you squiggle her around? You can, oh yeah, you can. See, this one's kind of a complicated too because yes, you can, <laughs> I can't find the camera. There you go. Oh. You can move her eyeballs around. Um, so she kind of creeps up the little ones, but it's really funny. Um, I actually, when I have this puppet in the class and I pass her around. We use her for the seashell, seashell, 
smile. And then, you know, at the end you sing to the kids, what do you see? And then they get to improvise something. I see a turtle. And this is how I tell them to manipulate it by holding the shell on the outside and moving it because getting them to put their fingers in the puppet is not happening it's hard enough for me but yes she's she's super cute and different and the kids think she's hilarious she's awesome yeah so another good little one for solo singing. i'm mesmerized by it i, I know it's the eyeball i've thing, never seen you know? that one yeah, I don't remember where I saw her and I was like, oh my gosh, it's a seashell puppet. I know how I can use this. Yeah. It reminds me of, you know, in uh, Milana, the, the big crab where he's like, pick an eye, look at one eye, you know, because the eyes are all moving all over the place. That's oh. So she cracks nice. me up. Yeah. So just had to bring her to play. That's so cute. So puppets with the theme <sighs> is a good thing, but they don't have to have, you know, they don't have to have a song to go with them. You can use them. No, lots yeah, of different ways. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Because um, you want to get bang for your buck. Again, yeah, and use what you got. If you've got a pig hanging around, and you're like, well, I don't. I mean, I can yeah. think of one pig. Well, I'm sure there's more that I can think of. But uh, anyway, like it just doesn't matter. Like right. I'm just the special guest. I get to solo. Yeah, 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 it doesn't matter. They don't have to go with that one song. The, nope. the shell doesn't come out a lot more than that one song because the kids are so obsessed with it. Right, and then, yeah, and I and oh, I noticed you didn't bring out the snail and I didn't bring out the snail. I know, that's so funny. The snail. Yeah, yes. Shiloh, mine, mine used to be Sammy and she's now Shiloh, but... She is another one of my favorites because again, shout out to Joe Kirk, who was our level one Kodai teacher, who really taught me about the magic of puppets. Um, she had this snail and I mean, it literally brought a tear to my eye how sweet this puppet was. So she is very near and dear. And it's so cute because our um, we have a social emotional um, teacher who's half time in our school, half time in another school. She has the same puppet and I didn't know this. Oh, you know what? And That's happened to me as well. Yeah. She went to a first grade class to do a little lesson and they freaked out because they thought that she like stole my puppet. So we, we, we conferenced after that and we have twin puppets. Hers is now Sammy and mine. You had well. to get their story straight. Yeah, it's all good. But yeah, it was, it was, I mean, that just shows how much the kids are so attached to these puppets mm -hmm. and the fact that they saw, you know, the same puppet in someone else's hands. They freaked out. Yes. <laughs> pretty and cute. Well, you know what, going forward, I just thought of something I really wanted to say. And then I thought maybe, maybe not going forward, who knows how this would be. But when you have a puppet and the kids want to hug your puppet on the way out the door, or at mm. least it, it used to be like when I yeah. came back from Portland, which was, you know, right before the whole shutdown of everything with the COVID, yeah. they, we did things with my little rabbit and they really wanted to hug him on the way out, right? And they're hugging my hand real hard, and that's fine. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, some of those, I mean, anybody, they want that little extra emotional from somebody different. That's fine. If I have yeah. kids that, that, you know, have trouble with bonding with others, but they want to bond with this rabbit and hug him on the way out the door, that's awesome. Hug my hand. Totally. That's great. Yep. Yeah. Totally. Anything else about pu puppets before we move on, Tanya? Well, we you a lot. So many things. I know. Um, you talked about where to get them folk menace, Ikea, Toy Stores. 
once upon a time, and it's not happening anymore, but Star, I mean, just look around, you'd be surprised. There was a there was like a couple of years that Starbucks kept coming out with a series of puppets on candy sticks. Oh. It was so random. So it was like yeah. there were spring puppets, and this was one of the spring puppets. Yeah. I have some finger puppets. I have an elf and um is he sure me the 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 dentist from um and the abominable snowman from rudolph the tv oh, right, show right. The, yeah i'm forgetting Ras raskins and Bus you know the animators i have a bunch of puppets from starbucks finger puppets oh that's interesting whole, so you never know where they're going to pop up is what i'm saying oh we should also mention um i don't have any with me i know what bag we're in in my basement they're um those stick puppets you know where you they're like a they're a hard plastic oh. and you push the little things and there's a i have aliens i have a dog and a cat and yes. i got and those, those at are the easy fair. for the kids to operate yeah, yeah that that those those tend to make the rounds on the scholastic book fair so definitely yes. check that out when it comes i to have and I have the one with the two, uh, I have a little one with two eyes that I call TT and they have one with one eye that I call Ta. Yes. And they are the very first rhythmic notation that we do is with TT yeah. and Ta because how much, I mean, I'm giving it to them, but like, okay, kids, TT and Ta are gonna give you a little, you know, TT, Ta, 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 and yeah. whatever. Oh, that's a great idea. I've never thought to do dictation with puppets, Tanya. That's awesome. I'm going to do that. You do have to in everyone. <laughs> there are six, eight in Timka and <laughs> crazy syncopated patterns with puppets. Why you not? You could have your three-eyed puppet do some, uh, yeah. Triplets. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It's time for our work smarter, not harder teacher tip, Tanya. <laughs> so this is where we share a little nugget of, of genius that is going well for us. Oh, um, as I always say, they work harder, just harder. Not, not smarter. We've said that by accident, Freudian slip many times. Yeah. So anyways, Tanya, do you have a little quick tip? It doesn't I do. It's very, tiny. It's, it's very tiny. it's very tiny. It's very tiny. It's very specific. Okay. And it has to do it has to do with Google Google Classroom, but maybe there's another way oh. you can make it work in your world. Um, okay. So I've been doing a lot of exit tickets, and and I want to kind of speak to this a little bit um, because with the online learning, I know that sometimes we think that it might be futile to ask a question or or ask for accountability. I think that that's really important for the kids because just like we feel like we're yelling in a tunnel. If kids are getting activities, music activities to do at home, and yet they can't say, oh, Miss Nicholas, I did your thing and I loved it. Or if they can't say, you know, I I, I did your melodic thing and I, I drew along with you on my notes. If they can't, if they can't share with you, right? Yeah. Um, they feel that same way too. Like they're yelling in a tunnel and then the, as much as they might love music and as much as they want to like please you, if they can't, get back to you and go, I did this thing. Look at this, I did this thing. And there's a lot of students, like I'm one of these kids, I'm totally about accountability. I'm what Gretchen Rubin would call an obliger. Like I'm more likely to do it if I know that there's someone on the other end that's a, that's gonna go, oh, I did that thing, good job, Tanya, yay. So yeah. in that realm of accountability, I've been doing some exit tickets and some of my, some of my exit tickets, 
I just like kind of shake my head and just go on because some of them are like, like we were talking about, what did John the Rabbit say? Was it yes, ma'am? Or was it pay you? Or was it go away? Like whatever. Right. And they have to click. What did John the Rabbit say? So with these exit tickets, something that's been helpful for me, and I know I'm not supposed to admit this, but I've been known to have a bazillion tabs open on my laptop while I'm like, especially on Google Classroom, because not everything is flowing as well as I think it should. But I'll have to have my Google Classroom, like exit ticket, like who did it? Who said they did it? but didn't do it. So right. I've got all these tabs open and I'm clicking, okay, I was going to go to third grade and now I'm done with third grade, but I want to keep that open because I want to check on so-and-so. And then I go to fourth grade. I found it helpful to customize with color on my exit tickets according to the colors that I'm already using to organize my grade levels, right? So smart. Well, I mean, it's an extra step, but it's not that big of a deal to do it. So I just, yeah. I'm like, okay, purple, I know it's fifth grade. So at a glance, I mean, I don't see it in the tabs, but I can click and I'm going, what was I doing here? Oh yeah, third grade, I'm not done with them. Like, oh, orange, right. I know that's third. Like, that's Color been kind thing. of helpful. Genius. Color yeah. code, Color. Um, even in an online environment, which, you know, whatever, who knew? So that's my tiny little work smarter. I love it. So the coda where we uh, share a personal or professional recommendation, something we've been enjoying. Yes. So, am I going do you first? Want me to go first because you did your work smarter, not harder. I can go first this time. Yeah, you go. I first. have two, if that's okay. No, I um, saw that you have two. I'm very proud. Well, yeah. So professionally, I want to share. Um, I did Kahoot for the first time with my students, and I had never done Kahoot ever. Um, Kahoot is an online quiz uh, web platform, and I know a lot of people have used Kahoot. Oh, are you listening to us? Same no, I was here. just trying to pull it up to see if I could see the questions better here than oh, I have here. Yeah. I so, got sorry. it, sure. No, that's fine. So Kahoot um, is a way to do like really fun and interactive quizzes with kids. And normally Kahoots are done in person where students are on a device and they're selecting. Um, it's very colorful and fun and silly. But um, I discovered you can also assign Kahoot quizzes. Um, they call them a challenge. So you can give kids a challenge and they can do the Kahoot on their at their own pace. So I did that for the first time and I actually got really good response from my older students. Um, something to be aware of, and I'm not sure how it's going to pan out, is, you know, students enter a nickname. And I actually told them, since this, this particular Kahoot is not public, it's only private, the kids with the link can get it. I told them to put in their real name because that's how I know that they did it. It's their accountability piece for the week. It's kind of like their exit ticket. Um, but a lot of kids, I think what ended up happening is they played it more than once, um, which is kind of fun if you think about it. But then they added, a, because I got way more Kahoot responses than kids who turned in their assignment on Google Classroom, which leads me to think kids did it more than once. And then they were putting in weird names. I haven't gotten anything inappropriate. And I can't find, for the life of me, a setting that allows me to delete, you know, like an entry. So if a kid does put in an inappropriate name of some sort, I can't figure out a way, how would I make that go away so other kids could, can't see it. I know you can do it if you're doing a live game, but I can't I figure it out. I can attest I have done this. I have yeah. um, I have erased several OK Boomers 69 from my, like, Lovely. when doing a Kahoot 
long. Yeah, well, you're and, in middle school. And you have to be on top of it. Yeah, and you have to be like, oh, nope. But I will, I will so, say that I have no idea how to do it with the challenge. And my son likes to tell a story about how when he was in middle school, he's in high school right now, uh, that they did a whole school, a whole middle school kahoot live. Oh, no. And he was like, it was a nightmare. He was like, you oh, wouldn't I believe bet. the things kids are putting in there. Well, and you can do on both challenge and live a, a random name generator. So oh, you can we don't have want that. You need to, yeah, yeah, you need to know. If I if I need if I'm assigning it, but that's what I was thinking. Well, like then they could comment back. They could write me a comment in Google Classroom of what their random name was. And I was like, ah. Oh. So I just went with it. The point being that actually the kids have been good, and I haven't gotten any bad naughty names. And two, they've been doing the Kahoot, and I got good feedback that they like it. So I just thought that's I'd good. throw Kahoot out there as an yeah. option. And there um, are some prepaid Kahoots when you go oh. in there too. Yeah. Thinking. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, I found, and then I found one that I liked, and then I I did some on instrument families. Yeah, and those and are it's I fun to go in and edit your like make a copy. Yeah. Edit your it own. It was super fun. The kids and the kids like it, and it plays music, and it you know makes all the bells and whistles literally, yeah. and the kids really like it. So so Kahoot yes. went well, and then I just want to share a personal. Um, I've been watching a show on Netflix that I really like. I think it was recommended maybe by you, Tanya. Oh. Um, it's the Mind Hunter show with Jonathan Groff. I think it's mine, Hunter. Mine? Uh oh. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was your husband recommended it to me. You know what? So I, think it Croft, I think it is. Jonathan Groff, and it's it's set in like the late seventies, and he um, is interviewing like serial killers. <laughs> so this is you know right up my my murder alley, um, with all this you know dark psychological thriller kind of stuff. So he murders like real life serial killers. Well, in the show, like they're played by actors, but they're real stories. And the, the idea is you get to know these traits of these people, and then that helps you prevent crimes in the future. So, anyways, it's a really is good it show. Is it funny? Um, no, it's pretty dark. I mean, there are funny moments, but no, okay. it's 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 like a it's a it's a crime thrillery kind of show. Okay. So if you're into that kind of stuff, I'm pretty sure it's called Mindhunter. Now I'm guess double guessing, but I'm pretty sure that's what well, it you is. You said and Jonathan Groff, and I just yeah. Yes, which is, I mean, he's so fun. And I just think of like, you'll be back Jonathan soon, you'll see. Yes, thank you, Becca, it's Mindhunter. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not the normal Jonathan Groff. I mean, he's he's charming and he can be funny. There is some humor, but no, it's, it's pretty dark. So anyways, okay. if you're into that kind of stuff and you have extra time like I do, it was a show that I watched the first episode and I liked, and then I just never really had time to go back and really watch it. And now, of course, lots of extra TV. Yeah, you're time, all in. So yeah. I'm all in. All right, what about you, Tanya? I'm Is actually going to talk about... Personal or personal? Mine's personal. I... Yay. Yeah. Well, you already heard lots of stuff. Well, yeah. So, um, television. Yeah, I feel like I never get to... I never get to watch anything that I really want to watch. So, last night... And so, this is a brand new, just found it. I mean, I've heard about it. Um, I We watched just the first episode of Unorthodox on Netflix. Wait, was it on oh. Netflix? Or was it on Prime? I can't remember. I'm sorry. Oh, um, I think it's on Netflix. Anyway, I could check real quick. And be, you know, I've heard of it. I know I've heard of it. Someone else could tell me. Oh, it's really good. It's a drama. Yeah. Um, but the uh, fun, the fun thing is that it's partially set in Berlin. And my family and I went to Berlin a couple of years ago. And right, like, right away, first few scenes that were in Berlin, I was like, oh, my gosh, we know that place. Oh, we were there. Like, yeah, and so it's just, it's it was a great, like, it was very late 
when we started it last night. So we only watched the first episode. But if I'm excited this much about a show after the first episode, then I'm in. Yeah, so. totally. Yes, Becca, you're like the, Becca. the queen. <laughs> you're on it. Thanks. Yes, on Netflix. So that would be my recommendation. Is Because all um, I'm doing Megan. on my free time is um, listening to podcasts. And yes. Oh, that was going to be another coda. I was going to give a shout out again to, to Aileen Miracle and, and her Music Room podcast. She just released an ep excellent episode with Nissa Brown all about online learning. And I listened to it today and it really just... It put me at ease, it calmed me, it reaffirmed me, uh, made me think and question some of the things I'm doing, but not in a bad way, in like a, okay, prioritized kind of way. Yes. Just a really great podcast episode. I, I listened to it too today, to and that was, it was great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was going to be my, so uh, sorry, I had three today. Sheesh, it's a lot. It's all good. It's all the all things good. we're doing. We reached the double bar line. Thank you for listening to Music Teacher Coffee Talk. Show notes can be found, but not immediately. Um, yeah, at be found. at show, show notes will be found very soon at musicteachercoffeetalkpodcast.com. And you can always connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, just look for Music Teacher Coffee Talk, but not on Twitter because we're not there. If, yeah, oh, that's too much for me. Yeah. Oh, if you enjoyed this show, please consider subscribing, rating, and leaving us a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast player. But iTunes is really the one that helps other people find And we don't have podcasts. any reviews from the COVID times. This is true. We would love to hear um, how you guys are are doing. But then, yeah, reviews from specifically from the our online learning episodes would be really great. So people know that we're talking about that. So yeah, we're begging for reviews, but and we will be talking. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, wait. Is no. It? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I was gonna say next time we're gonna focus on and this is where we normally have an idea, but we're really just kind of playing it by ear with yeah. this time. Just yeah. really getting feedback from you all and letting us know if you need more specific we, online learning We might learning put out ideas. some kind of survey because we're not sure if people, are you tired of all the online learning talk that you're hearing? Right. Or from, do you need more, 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 more? Do you want more, 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 more? Do you need a break? Do you want to talk about feelings? How are we feeling? What made you cry today? Uh, right, right talk about all of Brad that. Pitt. Brad well, Pitt made me cry today. Brad Pitt made you cry today? How did Brad Pitt make you cry? The SNL skit. Oh, I haven't watched it. <laughs> I can't good. even talk. He, okay. okay, Brad Pitt, you Don't can't cry. make him look like Dr. Fauci. It's funny because he's he's doing his Dr. Fauci and I'm like, Brad, no, honey, you're just too cute. I mean, Dr. Fauci, nothing's wrong with Dr. Fauci, but you can't, it's, Brad Pitt. it's Brad Pitt, but at the end he takes off his wig and then he looks at the camera and gives a little shout out to Dr. Fauci. I'm such the, it's such, it's such a tiny little thing. I don't know, but it just made me go. Oh, I know Pitt. weird things set me off. Weird, weird, weird things set me yeah. off. And my husband will look at me and go, what? I'm like, I don't know. It's just happening now. This is when I cry. <laughs> I can't <laughs> predict it. I know. It's happening. Yeah. So. Anyway, anyways, um, well, so until next, until next time, time, this is Carrie and this is Tanya wishing you happy puppeting and musicking.
yes, that'll be the music when we You have to stop it. I can't. Do we need a new theme song too? Chime in and let us know. We've had the same one forever. I don't have We're time to some make habit. It. We don't have time to make a new theme song, but if you're really tired of it, let us know. We can consider it. All right. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Bye.